0: according to Jeff. Or what would El Heppe do? Jeff Styles comments on the passing parade. And I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Get out of here, you patchouli smelling hippie. (laughs) Go to your job. What what have I been doing? What have I done? My God, what have I done? You remember remember been Rip Bridge Over the River Kwai when the guy, you know, struggled to, to to stop the the guy from blowing up the bridge? But he was so proud of the fact that he built the bridge. The British officer, he forgot what side he was on, and the bridge had become the project. And after he stopped him, then he goes, My God, what have I done? And he staggered out, and his dying body fell onto the plunger, and the bridge blew up. That's me. What the hell is that? What would you say? You do, here? weekly dose. Because I'm kind of an idiot. I'm a dumb guy. Brian, you don't have to keep trying so hard to impress me. I already really like you. Your midweek download destination. I told you about Brian. I told you. Come on, man. Look, Brian was just making a joke. I'm so lucky to have met you, Brian. You're such an amazing guy. It's Stone's Weekly Dose. Not the South no. And note to self, don't die. Welcome in, everybody, to a special edition of the Weekly Dose. It's been two weeks since I put out a show. It's April is hashtag my month. June is hashtag my other month. And um, it's been busy, it's been fun, it's been exhausting. Voice, once again, is scratchy. And uh, a very interesting show today, potentially. I'll get to that here in a matter of moments. So, having a little bit of computer issues again. I hope some of this doesn't stick and um, and blip and have uh, kind of jumps in the audio. If it does, I apologize. There's nothing I can do about it at this point. So, I'm just going to struggle ahead and not uh, focus on all that much. So, coming up on today's show, I'm going to look back at Bonnaroo, not as extensively as I initially planned. I am going to discuss my two nights at the county fair, I mean, uh, or the uh, carnal, or uh, uh, that festival down on the river, and uh, in the second half of the show, I'm going to talk about a near dear friend of mine, uh, Jeff Styles, and I am going to poke fun of him a little bit, and 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 have a little attempt at humor at his expense, and there might be some people that hear this and or even just see the title of this before they even download it or listen to it or stream it or whatever who think, oh yeah, what an asshole Brian is. And the, and Just Bitter Guy, Just Bitter Guy is going to be all over this. Oh yeah, there goes Brian. He's Just Bitter. As I always say, I'm a lot of things. I'm not just anything. Don't marginalize me to just being bitter. I might be bitter, but I'm a whole bunch of other things as well. And that's not what this is about. I have idolized Jeff Styles. For damn near, literally, <clears throat> excuse me, literally 20 years. And uh, he got himself in some trouble over the, the the weekend. And it's all anybody's wanted to talk about since Friday. And I found out about it Friday evening. And then got it confirmed and started talking to people about it. Uh, by the time the headliner, uh, Third Eye Blind, was starting on Friday night around 9, 9.30. And I was one of the first... To just put a simple post on Facebook saying simply, Jeff is going to be okay. And again, in the second half of the the show, in the second segment, I'll I'll break down what happened to Jeff. If you are a longtime listener of me and him and anybody else in the city of Chattanooga, you already know. And if you are a new listener or um, an outside of the area listener, I'll explain again into the second half of the uh, <clears throat> of the show. But I I knew he was going to be okay early on, as far as health-wise, right? He wasn't going to die. He got shot just to get it out there um, in a uh, in an incident that, uh, again, I'll explain later on. But I knew initially, quickly, that he was fine. It was an X clear wound, went right through the skin and it right straight out, didn't hit any arteries. We knew he was going to be okay. And so that opened it up to me to kind of, you know, have a little fun with it. And and I, again, I, I know that might sound bad, but I, I love the guy, and he's going to be fine health-wise. Now, is he going to be okay professionally? I'm not sure, and I hope that he is. But in the, the tail end of the show, I'm going to tell you how I am going to fix Talk Radio 102.3, WGOW, or whatever the next talk format is over the next five years. I'm the guy that is here to fix it. And what do I mean by that? Well, you'll have to stick around or fast-forward. One of the other. If you don't want to hear about Bonru, the carnival that we have down on the uh, river, or even the conversation or the breakdown of what happened to Jeff on Friday, well then you can just fast forward the tail end, and I'm going to tell you how I am here to fix the talk format in this city on the radio. I am here to save WGOW, and I'm looking forward to it. And it's going to happen. Get to that here in just a few. So I really do apologize for how scratchy uh, my voice is. I've just been yelling and and talking and working and at festivals. And uh, my voice my vocal cords are just very weak. And drinking and smoking doesn't help. Now, while I'm not smoking normally at Bonnaroo, that's a different story. And uh, so two nights I did of the local carnival, I mean, uh, county fair, I mean, uh, festival at the end. And I'm going to get to that at the tail end of this segment. But just a quick rundown of Bonnaroo. Here's what happened. I was going to do... A long form, lots of audio, lots of performances, um, anything I could get my hands on, and do a full Bonnaroo recap, like something that I could hashtag and get out there, and hopefully find new listeners that were just from the fest, leaving the festival and wanted to hear a recap. And I was going to do a lot of it while I was on site. Well, your best plans made at Bonnaroo will generally deteriorate within eh, 24 hours or so, and so we got there Wednesday. At uh, me and Barry Quarter from The Times Free Press and Brad Steiner from Hits 96, we got to the farm at 1 pm. Central on Wednesday. And that's as early as anybody's there. And we had a walkthrough, basically a ride on a golf cart through for the for the media. and it's TV stations and, and radio and whoever else, maybe some blogs. I'm not really sure who all was there. But it was actually, you know, the dork and me and that kind of stuff, it was one of the best days I had all weekend. It was so much fun. We were, it was such a nice day. Humidity was pretty low, actually. And we just rode around the whole, uh, the, the whole property, 800 acres, and stopped at a lot of the new installations, art installations they had, and uh, different improvements to the overall uh, site, to the overall farm. And then we ended up at the what stage and took pictures, and then they did some news TV shots and whatever. And then we left, and then we went back to the to the wait-in to where we check in at 6 o'clock. We got in. We grabbed our spot once again. We are all-stars. I get nervous every time I think we're not going to be able to do it well. We do it well every time. We are all-stars and securing a great campsite. We got this down. We are, we are Hall of Famers when it comes to going to Bonnaroo in the capacity in which we do it. We put it together, we sit around, we have drinks, we chit chat all night. I go do my own little walkthrough at night I talked about last week to get pictures and put that all on social media. If you're following along, you've already seen all that. So into Thursday, I meet this firecracker of a chick from Miami. She's not quite my speed, meaning she moves a lot faster and does more drugs than I planned on doing. Hung out with her on Saturday or excuse me, on Thursday, quickly realized I was gonna lose her. And then on uh, Thursday early and into Friday, we did some recordings for the What podcast that Barry and Brad do, and uh, those went well. And we set up our set up my entire rig, my entire thing. We bought its own tent, like a vented side tent, so it's not it's not waterproof; it's water resistant. Keep that in mind. I'll come back to that shortly. So we set this all up. We bring the generator. We've got computers, tablets, uh, mixers boards, everything we need, microphones, thousands of dollars. I brought my guitar, thousands of dollars worth of equipment. And we set it up, and we start recording, and we have a band in called Repeat Repeat. That was a great one, too, about a 30-minute interview. I was just uh, doing the producing of it. I wasn't involved in the interview. And um, so it's on the What Podcast. Search that out and download it. And so we got all that done. Then we did another one with a guy named Colin something or other. And uh, so that, that Friday rolls around, and I take off, and I'm I'm kind of tired of working. Like, because it's not, I wasn't doing anything for the station, and I was ready to go see some music. But I wasn't feeling good, because I've been there for a couple of days. And Friday, I'm just, I'm walking around, and Brad wants me to do a, an interview with this band I've never heard of. And I, my mood is getting sour and I'm just, I'm not sick, but I'm, I'm just exhausted because I hadn't eaten much. I just don't eat a lot there because for a lot of reasons. And I just felt bad. And so I finished up an interview with Barry and at 4.30, late like to go see Cheryl Crow. And I know you might, you might be thinking, some of you out there, Cheryl Crow, the hell are you talking about? Well, if you listen to last week's podcast, I told you there's no chance I'm going to miss Cheryl Crow. And I get out there to the main stage and it's just like I told you before. It is one of the most incredible, if not the best stage in America to see music. It is so much fun. And it's hot, but not, eh, it's pretty damn hot. But I don't care. I don't mind being hot and sweaty and nasty. That doesn't bother me. And she plays a set that saved my life. It absolutely saved my damn life. I went from, I'm ready to get out of here. I'm tired of this already. Well, I'm not going to leave. But having those thoughts to, okay, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I love this damn place. And uh, she played Midnight Rider from uh, you know the my Brothers. She teased a little Tom Petty. She played all the stuff you'd recognize. It was great. And so then I leave there and I go back to the camp and I you know tell everybody I'm back, baby. It's like George Costanza. If I had my hot key over here, I'd hate. I'm back, baby. And uh, so then I I find a Miami girl and she's already tripping on acid, <laughs> so. But I go meet some of her friends. These are all mid-20-somethings. I mean, they're they're, they're some from L.A., some from Miami. But again, you just never know who you're going to run into and what you're going to do next. We go see Paramore. Freaking incredible. Freaking incredible. So then I I part ways with them. I go rest. I go see Tom Petty that night. Uh, Excuse me, not Tom Petty, but the Tom Petty Super Jam at 1 o'clock in the morning. And it goes till 3 or 3.30 in the morning. That's Friday night and a Saturday morning. I head back to the camp. Our camp. Neighbors are a couple of girls from Winston-Salem. Sweethearts. And I hang out with them a bunch for the next, well, two and a half days. And I kind of go missing. And we're doing things I wouldn't necessarily normally do. We'll leave it at that. And it all was good. And so all day Saturday, after staying up all night on Friday, I sleep all day in sh- under shade trees in Centaroo. And then basically just get ready for, I think we saw Crow Medicine Show, which totally sucked. That was awful. I can't believe how bad that was. And, uh, and that was my idea. And I was like, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to bring you to a show that sucks so bad. And then, I don't really remember, then we ended up at Eminem. And that was absolutely fascinating. I'll spare a bunch of the details because I don't remember a lot of them. It's just an incredible show and all the production everything goes into it. And if you heard anything about the gunshots... The sound effects that happened, you probably read about that at some point, at least saw a blurb. And whether you clicked on it or not, you probably saw it. It was, it was true. There was a couple of gunshots, just singular, like like gun shotgun shots that are part of his his set, part of his show. I was quite startled by it. Why? Well, because I hate guns. And if I hear anything that sounds like one, it's going to startle me. Now, was it a big deal? Is it a big problem? Uh, I'll go ahead and say no. Was it a good idea? Uh, hell no, it wasn't a good idea. It was a damn awful idea. So I didn't I didn't like that. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. But apparently it's part of his shows regularly. And the song's called Kill You for crying out loud. I'm not trying to act like I like Eminem because I don't. I think he's a damn fool. But that night, the show was just fun. It was a really great production production. And it's on one of the, the, as I mentioned, the best stage in America. All right, so we shut it down after that. Base Nectar, I think they were the night before. I can't remember. Then there's Soundtride sep- Sector Nine, a bunch of drugged-induced stuff that I'm just not interested in. Kind of shut it down. Wake Up Sunday. So we, I bring you back to the tent, right? That had all my equipment in it. Quite literally, two grand worth of equipment in it. And because of my. Reckless nature of this whole thing. I didn't secure. I put a tarp over it, but a tarp over stuff is not good enough for the elements. And I'm in in my my tent, and I'm I'm laying there, and I hear a couple raindrops hit. It's like five a.m., and I jump up like somebody shot a gun. Like I freaked out because I heard that, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I jumped up and I ran out in a dead dead sprint. To the to the to the tent and started tearing everything down because I was starting to cover it covered up and I got it secured and then I got back I was like, oh god, all right and everybody was like oh my god because a couple people are I mean some people are up not many and I look like a crazy person and I lay back down and the bottom falls out and we get thunder and lightning we have a, there was a weather delay for in the, the early part of Sunday because of how how heavy it got and it was awesome. Slept for like four straight hours while the tent got pounded by rain. Just, just, it just fell out. It was so great. Everything was covered. Slept, 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 slept. Got up, put all that away, tore that whole tent down. I was going to leave initially, but I decided to stay because I had good company. And, uh, it's just difficult to leave Bonnaroo when it's not over yet. So that day spent the day realizing that. First of all, napping in the field again under a shade tree, thinking this is the worst idea I've ever had. Well, because of some mind altering adjustments, it gets better to see future. This rap artist is awful, but I was with people that wanted to see it. So I had a good enough time, not my thing. And then went and saw the killers. And damn it, if the killers aren't freaking fun, that was great. And I did not expect that at all um it was uh it was a good good way to wrap up the uh, the weekend come back on monday i have to go straight to work when i get here at noon normally i come home and i take a nap for 15 to 20 hours and then go back to work not this year i won't bore you with why but i had to go straight to work and then i had to do so many other things and then i had to do a bunch of work for the radio station and it brings me all the way back to doing the podcast that was going to be the look back. Well, all the audio that was able to obtain while I was on the radio compound backstage was only for over-the-air broadcasting. It was not allowed. I mean, it was in bold print, underlined, exclamation points. You cannot use this on downloadable content. This has to be over-the-air only, which is a bummer because I love my radio station, but I love my podcast probably a little bit more. So I couldn't use any of it on the show, and it kind of derailed everything I was going to do. But I didn't want to waste all the content that I had gathered and saved and had on my flash drive. So I said, all right, I'm going to spend two hours on the radio with this, which is going to take me many, many hours of preparation. Wednesday's show on Alt 98.7, if I do say so myself, was quite possibly some of the best work I've ever done. It was incredible. And most people probably didn't hear it. And I can't have a copy of it for you to hear. And you can't download it. And you can't do anything with it except unless you were there listening to it. And I had a couple of people who are high, high uh, uh, people held in high regard who said, damn, man, that was good. I was like, thank you, because I worked my ass off on that. So I focused all that week on getting the radio shows done. And so the whole week goes along, and I still never get a good night's rest. I am sick, tired by the end of the week going into Riverbend. Oh, did I say Riverbend? I meant the carnival. (laughs) I meant like the county fair. So. Get to the end of the week. So now we're, all right, that's Bonnaroo. So now we're to Friday. And oh, I like Third Eye Blind. And I have a, a, you know, my friend that's a girl. She loves them too, so we went. And it was great. It really was. We had seating down front, and they've made that a lot better. Good, thank you, River Bland. I mean Riverbend, for making that a good setup. So I enjoyed Friday night. Even though I had to buy tokens and all the same stupid shit we always have to do at the county fair, I mean the carnival, I mean Riverbland or I mean Riverbend. So do all that on Friday and think, okay, well I got my uh, I got my county fair out of me and I'm not going to go on Saturday. Well, I wake up on Saturday at about four thirty in the afternoon. That was the twenty hour nap that I needed. That I needed the Monday before, those Saturday just two days ago. This being released on June eighteenth, twenty eighteen. The Stone On Air podcast, the weekly dose. My name is Brian Stone. So I think, you know what? It's the final day. I might as well go down to the residence inn where my day job has a, uh, a patio party where I can eat and drink for free. Why not go down there and at least do that? So go down there and do that. Then I run into a dear friend of mine, Carly Brewer, from Brewer Broadcasting, and she has a couple of, uh, of, of VIP uh, Coke stage tickets. I'm a sucker for that coach stage tickets are good to have. So me and my friend uh Rob went down there and said why the hell not, right? I mean, we got cat. It's a cash bar. It's it's a nice night. I mean, it's hot as hell, but it's a nice night. Let's go down. So Brett freaking stupid ass Michaels is the headliner on Fireworks Night. And I am not a hater of 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 Brett Michaels and Poison. I actually kind of like Poison. I was just old enough to know 80s hair bands. Before the '90s grunge rock took over, now once it took over, I erased my life of '80s hair bands. But I liked a little bit of Poison because of the scantily clad women, and I was ten or eleven years old, just kind of you know figuring your life out at that point, at least to you know to that point. And I remember those videos, and I liked a lot of that stuff. And so I wasn't being a hater going in that Brett Michaels show on Saturday night. At the uh, county fair, I mean, at the carnival, I mean, at the River Bland, or the River Bend, was the dumbest show I've ever seen in my life. And I've, I've, I've had two days to think about it now. I said on Facebook, it's one of the dumber shows I've ever seen. I believe it's the dumbest show I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen a lot of redneck ass shows because in the it, it, deep down, I'm a little redneck. I like Southern rock. I like Leonard Skinner. I like, you know, I love the Allman Brothers. I've seen Hank Williams Jr. 15 years ago. I've seen a lot of stupid-ass shows. That Brett Michaels show was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Um, It started about 30 minutes late, which I don't care about that except for when you stack all these on top of each other. Started about thirty minutes late, and for those who don't know, new listeners or out of uh, area listeners, we have a big fireworks show on the final night of this carnival. I mean, uh, county fair. I mean, River Bland, or I mean River Bend, and it, it's this huge fireworks show. It's actually a pretty quality fireworks show if you like fireworks. Surprise, surprise! I don't. I think fireworks are dumb, but anyway, so. The house music, this is the kind of crowd that comes to something like this. The house music gets people just as excited as whatever idiot's about to be on stage. On the worst stage in the entire country of every festival you've ever been to, It the Coca-Cola stage is the worst stage. I have an entire podcast from two years ago, if you'd like to go find it, if you don't know. If you're a regular listener, you already know. So the first song that starts as the house music is, hey, we're about to get started is thunderstruck from acdc they play the whole damn song the whole damn song with lights going off and some like smoke and like oh it's happening any minute now no it's not they played an entire acdc song just because i guess then after that they play welcome to the jungle no not just the entrance as he walks onto the stage okay i get it he's walking out to the song everybody knows no 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 they play the whole damn song Welcome to the jungle with lights flashing and 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 smoke going up in the air and stuff. All right, dude. Apparently, supposedly, we've come here to see you. Why are you playing a classic rock station? And with pyrotechnics, get the hell out of here and play some damn music. Finally comes out after the second full song. He goes from a little after 10 o'clock for about 45 minutes. He does a 45-minute show. Between each few songs, he talks about, it's the same thing over and over again. He probably said Chattanooga 50 times. Are y'all ready to party? Woo! Chattanooga! Woo-hoo-hoo! This is great. Oh, man, we ain't getting out here. We didn't come here just to get on out of here. We're here for a long time. No, you're not. You're here for 45 minutes. 45 damn minutes. They open with Look What the Cat Dragged In, I think, or Talk Dirty to Me, or one of those songs. Okay, fine. Good. You're playing some Poison. He, he does this whole big diatribe about hanging out with Leonard Skinner and and really, you know, something or other. This sounds like this cool story, which I'm sure was actually boring. But then I thought, OK, cool. He's about to play some really awesome Leonard Skinner song that has something to do with maybe Tennessee or something. No, he's not. He proceeds to go basically. Have you ever heard this one? It's Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, my God. You came here to Tennessee to play Sweet Home Alabama. What are you doing few minutes later, he plays Sublime. A little bit later on, they play I Want to Rock and Roll All Night. One of the dumbest songs ever written. Same cor- verse and chorus. Over, I want to rock and roll. Can, can, can we get a little bit of creativity to this set, dude? He throws in a couple Poison songs. I mean, uh, Something to Believe In is a decent song. Every Rose has its thorn, I have a soft spot for. And the awful worthless song that is... Uh, which one am I trying to think of? Uh, don't need nothing but a freaking hard, uh, good time. How can I resist that thing? I liked that when I was a child. So once again, a small soft spot for that. Overall, this was one of the dumbest shows I've ever seen. Attended by some of the dumbest people I've ever been around. And they, uh, uh, here's, a, here's a microcosm right here. This is perfect. This is perfect. I almost forgot. Down below the, the main stage, the Coke stage. They have now added in the star seating, box seating area or whatever, an above ground pool. An above ground pool. <laughs> Not making this up. And people were like hanging out in it for poison for Brett Michaels and beach balls and whatever else. If there's anything that symbolizes what the county fair, I mean the, the carnival, I mean River Bland, I mean River Bend is is an above-ground pool. That's as much fun as Riverbend could possibly be is equivalent to an above-ground pool. And it makes me think of this, and of course, I've gotta reference Mitch Hedberg when talking about an above-ground pool. I saw a commercial for an above-ground pool. It was 30 seconds long. You know why? Because that's the maximum amount of time you, t- you can depict yourself having fun in an above-ground pool. <laughs> If it was 31 seconds, the people in the pool would be going, what the hell? What am I supposed to do now? The water's only up to here. What should I do? Throw the ball back to Jimmy? Or put some goggles on and look at his feet? Oh, my God. That's so good. That's so funny. And, uh, I mean, that's about it. I won't talk anymore about the county fair. I mean, the carnival. I mean, River Bland. I mean, River Bend. Any more. I did enjoy myself. I had a little bit of fun uh, because I have fun drinking and hanging out with people. But it was awful. It was the dumbest show I have ever seen. And some of the dumbest people attended from all over the outskirts of the area of Chattanooga, Tennessee, nine county radius of people coming from absolutely everywhere. bumpkin land. To, to think that that crap was cool. Yay, yeah, John Nigga, we're having a party. This is a party. We ain't gonna, we're going to be here all night. No, you're going to be here for about 45 minutes. And you're going to cover a bunch of songs nobody wants to hear. And you're going to just play house music and act like it's part of your show. It was really, really, really stupid. Uh, were the fireworks good? Probably. They do put a lot of money into that. If you like fireworks, that's fine. I'm not mad at you. I think fireworks are stupid as hell. But I get it. It's fine. No big deal. I left. Went back home and slept again for a while. Did Father's Day. That was nice. And uh there you go. Now you're caught. Now you're caught up. You're up to date. But coming up next, I'm going to tell you why Jeff Styles went crazy the other day and lost his damn mind. I think I figured it out. Putting two and two together, talking to my sources and 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 doing a little investigative look into this, I think I know. I'm I take that back. I'm almost borderline positive. I know why Jeff Stiles, a talk radio veteran of 26 years in this city, once still to a certain degree, an idol of mine who I worked under for many, many years and loved dearly. I know why he lost his mind the other day, and I'm gonna tell you why. And then after that, I'm gonna tell you how I am personally gonna fix Talk Radio 102.3 and the talk radio format in the city of Chattanooga in the coming years. I'm here to save the day. I'm gonna tell you both about those Coming up next, this is the Stone on Air podcast. Download it anywhere you get your podcast SoundCloud, StoneOnAir.com, at StoneOnAir on all social media. My name is Brian, and I will be right back. We'll be right back. Oh, darling, what juicy gossip I have for our listeners. Hello? Hey, Peter, what's up? Oh, hey, Quagmire. Just taking the family on vacation. Oh, that's good. Oh, hang on a second. I'm stuck behind some fat ass driving too slow. Come on, stupid, move it! Now, hang on, Quagmire. Some jerk behind me is honking his horn. Oh, you should totally flip him off. Oh, hang on a sec. Some fat ass just flipped me off. Hey, up yours, you jerk! Hang on, Quagmire. I gotta kick this guy's ass. Yeah, I gotta kick this guy's ass. Hey, I'll call you back after the fight. Yeah, me too. Good luck in yours. Good luck in yours. Curved sides assist the driver in keeping his car within the proper lane under all circumstances. The keynote of this motorway, safety. Safety with increased Speed. Welcome back to the show, the Stone On Air Podcast. We both lie silently stealing in the dead of the night. Oh, that dreamboat, Brett Michaels. We both lie close together. We feel miles apart inside. I'll get to the and reason the why Jeff Styles went crazy the other day did and did the specifics on what happened in a matter of minutes. Right. Right. Though I tried not to hurt you i just going to jam for a minute, bro. And I don't hate this song. I think this song's fine. Just like every night has its Now, it the Brett Michaels show at Riverbland was awful. Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose. And so I put on Facebook on Sunday, following the festival, that Brett Michaels show was one of the dumber things I've seen in some time. And uh, basically that left it at that with a few hashtags. I'm changing it to this the dumbest show I've ever seen. Some uh, re- responses on that thread. Tim Kelly jumps in. I hate to be the one to say it, but what the hell did you expect? Poison was a joke back in the day, and he's only gotten lamer. And I posted good point what else we got here uh, you are not the target demographic for the show says Greg well no that doesn't mean the show wasn't still dumb as hell but of course I'm not the target demographic I get that uh, let's see Matt says so who won the dirt uh, excuse me who won the Joe dirt and Ronnie Dobbs look-alike contest I don't know but there was plenty in the running for it. Chris says, "Did you forget that you were a Riverbend?" No, I didn't. I'm just complaining, like I often do. Let's see, uh, Jammer Scott. The last night at Riverbend is always a music is musically worthless, cheap act since most go for the fireworks. Anyway, my buddy Nathan Gale, Nate, my former producer and videographer, executive, uh, all-around good dude stone would love riverbend if they had a media area like the other festivals he goes to for free bonnaroo had one of the worst lineups in the world this year and he was in love with it oh nate oh nate what else we got here that's basically it so whatever festival sucked and that's fine i enjoyed myself this past uh, couple of weeks june is one of my favorite times of year So on the tail end of this segment, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to fix Talk Radio 102.3, WGOW specifically. Or whenever there is another genre of of that format that comes into town once that one folds, I'm going to save the new format whichever way that goes. More on that here in a minute. But why did Jeff Styles lose his mind the other day? Here's what happened in case you don't know. Which you likely already do, but just in case you don't. So this segment doesn't run completely hollow. Jeff Stiles um, is a longtime 26-year broadcaster here in Tennessee, uh, in Chattanooga. I have uh, listened to the- him since I was in high school. I have idolized him my entire life. I have worked with him. I set out on a mission to work with Jeff because how much I admired him. I love him to death. He's a dear friend of mine. Yeah, I'm having a little bit of fun at his expense. I am allowed to do that, I believe. Just Bitter Guy and a bunch of dicks running around are going to say, Boy, Brian's an asshole. Yeah, well, you can say what you're going to say that anyway. So I'm not worried about you. Anyway, Friday, he gets into some kind of road rage incident on Highway 27 that ends up on 153 and then down to, uh, I think, is it Grub Road, Gad Road? One of those roads off of 153 down on the other end of 27. Somehow he gets out of a car with what they're calling a tomahawk. Now RMJ Tactical is a local company that makes these little axes, these little uh, little hatchets. They're like a one piece. It's not like a piece of wood with you know a hatchet, you know, uh, axe on it. It's a one piece. It's metal. It's heavy. It's heavy duty. But you're not gonna chop down a tree with it. It's a it's a tactical um, device or weapon or I don't know what you exactly call it. Uh, I only remember that because we had them in as advertisers many years ago, uh, often, and so and he's that kind of guy. He's an outdoor. I, I hang out in the woods. I sleep in the woods. I eat leaves. You know, I I have a, I have knives. Uh, he has guns too. He's a guns guy too. He that that's his thing. And so uh, somehow, some way, this this escalation of a road rage ends up at this intersection on one fifty three. And he gets out of the car, according to reports, and smashes the dude's window or front windshield or window with this this little mini axe thing, which is not bizarre for him to carry if you know anything about him. Now, it is bizarre that he's smashing windows. Then the dude in the car pulls out a shotgun, or I mean a, a pistol, I'm assuming, and shoots Jeff. Damn, shoots Jeff Styles with a gun. It goes in and out of his arm, I don't know where, bicep or or lower or upper, I'm not sure, or shoulder, I don't know, but it went in and out, clean, wound, he's fine. Health-wise, he's going to be totally fine. So that's why I don't mind talking about this this quickly, because health-wise, he's going to be just fine. And I put that out there on, on social media immediately before anybody knew what had happened to make sure, if you did see this story, and you know that I know Jeff well, that he was going to be just fine from a health standpoint. So anyway, that's basically the end of that. He gets arrested for aggravated assault and vandalism, if I remember right. It might be a little, I, I don't have any papers in front of me. This is just kind of a late night throw together podcast. So I don't know what's going to happen with all that. Grand scheme of things, he's he's going to be fine. I'm sure he's not going to sit in the, in jail for any length of time. He might have a ton of fines to pay. I'm not probation. Who knows? Whatever. The question is, is he going to make it through uh, and, and stay on the air, and stay. Will he? Will he be able to continue to be on the air? I'll get back to that here in a minute. But I think I know what happened. Jeff, finally, after all these years, after so many years of telling everybody that R- River Bland, I mean the carnival, I mean the uh, the county fair, I mean River Bend was so good with such great talent, he got into it with somebody, and he couldn't take it anymore, and they called him out on it. And he couldn't stand it and he pulled off the side of the road and he smashed your windshield (laughs) because he realized, I'm not telling the truth anymore. I'm sorry that I told you that this was a good place to go spend your time and your money and your tokens and your funnel cakes and your chicken on a stick and all these terrible, terrible counties that bring all these people into this god awful monstrosity mess that Takes over downtown for nine days and cripples the city and costs people money and doesn't give anybody who matters any actual satisfaction. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I was, I continue to say every year that you should go down there and go to the side stages and have fun and enjoy it because it's great, because it's not. It's awful. That right there is what set Jeff off is that he couldn't take it anymore, that he had to continue to lie every single year about the county fair, I mean, the car, uh, carnival, the uh, uh, river bland, river den, river send. And he finally, re- he, I, he just, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. know I don't know this to be a fact. I have people that are letting me, you know, I'm hearing things, right? I'm putting things together. I think this is gonna, I think this is how this went. I'm not entirely sure. But that's the only thing that can make me think of what would make him go so crazy. The story, the, the reports, yeah, quote-unquote, I'm using the, the, the quotes, air quotes, alleged, it sounds like that's pretty much what happened. And he's going to be fine, I think, in the end. Will he keep his job? I don't know. But it's got to be because he lost his mind for promoting something that he knows deep down is one of the lamest things in the Southeast. It's only so long you can do this. He's going on 60 years old. He's 20 years older than me. He's got to be exhausted. He's got to be so tired of saying the things that people tell him he has to say. And I'll stop there, all right? I'll stop being flippant and facetious at this point with that. Jeff lost his mind for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. And I love him to death. Love him to death like a father figure. I mean, I have a father who's a good father figure. So it's not like I needed someone to fill that void. There's no void. I love Jeff, and I wish him the best in all this. And I think he's going to make it through. I think he's going to keep his job. If you were to just – we're over gambling, which I don't gamble, but if you said you had to, start wagering, start throwing down dollars, start throwing down odds, my guess is he keeps his job. But from a competitor standpoint, I could almost wish that he doesn't. Now, I'm not going to wish that because I love him and I don't ever – want any of my friends, family, loved ones to lose employment. That's an awful thing to wish on somebody because it's so devastating and debilitating, especially at his age. But even if he doesn't lose the gig, it's another notch in the, the odd column of how, in the last two years of the deterioration of this company that is owned nationally by Cumulus The talk radio, KZ10 sucks, uh, trash icon, whatever else is over there. Oh, just bitter guy. I get you. I hear you. It's a bunch of amateurs praying they can keep their job from one day to the next, from one year to the next. And here's where I come in to save talk radio 102.3. My name is Brian. I used to work for that company for 13 years collectively. I have done this kind of format of talking into a microphone for what is now in the neighborhood of 15 years. I, you know, it's kind of like the only thing I do all right. It's like the only thing I kind of excel at. Unfortunately, it's not a very lucrative industry, but it is a very in-demand industry. And from things that have happened with other people on the air, which I won't mention their name other than asshole Brian Joyce, biggest dickhead in this city. And he's just days away from someday, hopefully, out of here. We'll see. And even if not, don't care about that. But over the next, I don't know, making up some numbers, five years, 10 years, whatever it is, I'm 38 years old. I got a long way to go here. And sometimes you get you get, you get down and you get upset about things. you think, like, oh, my God, it's never going to be the way I want it again. Give it some time, man. Pump the brakes. Slow it down gotten better at that in my older age realize hey that's not going anywhere right now and once you get the dead weight out of the way and once you get the the the, the, the people who are out to do nothing but destroy others to keep themselves up on a pedestal that they don't deserve to be on it's scott chase hello or er, er, hint hint wink wink once you get those people out of the way i'm the most qualified person in this city to be a flagship for a talk radio format whether it's WGOW or whether it's Intercom, who's new to the market, who might decide to do a, and I don't have any idea what they are or not going to do, but let's say they decide to do a talk radio format. I am the most qualified person in this city. Allow me to boast. I don't boast about much because I'm not good at much, but I'm the best talk radio talent without a talk radio job right now. It's not Robert T. Nash. He's great. But he he's on his way out too from age. I'm talking about from the youthfulness that I still have, the 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 blessings that I have to still be healthy and vibrant, and in touch. There's nobody has the situation like I do, and that doesn't make me great or awesome or cool or make make me as big a douchebag as it does in a good position. This is not hey look at me I'm great. This is just me saying I can save that station. I can be the flagship. I can be the guy that fixes your ailments with somebody who actually understands preparation and understands the format and has spent their entire life crafting how to do this. And if it never happens, it doesn't happen. That's fine. There's still all these avenues of different distribution systems that I totally believe in, but there's still something great about live radio, and I love it. And I have a radio gig, and I love the company I work for, and I love everything about my life right now. There's nothing to be upset about. This isn't me. This isn't a grievance. This isn't me You know, shouting because I'm mad and I'm bitter, just bitter guy. That's not this. I'm just telling you. With this happening with Jeff, if he survives this and keeps his job, which I really hope that he does, it doesn't matter. It's still the dominoes that are slowly tipping over and once scott chase is pushed out of there and i love kevin west but kevin might have to be pushed out too because i'm uh, eventually i don't know but once a couple of those names and those dominoes fall over attention spans i got my finger uh and my thumb my index and thumb about half an inch apart right here in front of this microphone that's how big attention spans are that nobody's going to remember this dumb podcast or any other dumb podcast that's happened but the, the proof is right there in front of you that I can do this better than anybody else in this city. And I don't mean from a Southeastern or a country standpoint, I can't go to Seattle and do this. I don't know Seattle to maybe do it in Nashville. I probably couldn't even do it in Atlanta. I'm a Chattanooga guy. I've been here my whole life. I know everything about this city. I know every back road. I know every reference to Al Haller. I know every reference to Bill Reed road. I know every reference to Cummings Highway. Like I know everything about this area and what affects and matters to this city. Yeah, Joyce, I'm, he's, he's, a, he's a talent. I get it. He's a dickhead, but he's, he's a talent. But he doesn't know anything about his surroundings. And he's all about just look how cool I am. I'm not cool. I mean, well, in some ways I am. <laughs> but mostly overall, this isn't about being cool. This is about being authentic. This is about being real. This is about having something to say. This is about putting preparation into your work. This is about this is about taking pride in what you do. And those damn frauds over there don't do that. Jeff used to, but now he's just skating. And I hope he skates as long as he can. Bill used to, he's skating. Hope he makes it, Bill Lockhart. Hope he makes it as long as he can. I love it. Dear, dear to my heart is Bill Lockhart. Kevin West, one of the nicest guys in the city. Hope he makes it as long as he can. Jim Reynolds, family friend, he's fine. Hope he makes it as long as he can. They're not going to make it that much longer. The math doesn't add up. I am here to save that radio station whenever they need me. The problem is is there's a couple of people have to be flushed out because of the politics and the bullshit and the, uh, the, the unauthentic and the fraudulent nature of that company and the way they operate. And as soon as that happens, which it will, I will be right there. To pick up the pieces that are crumbling, and the I I I've said it over and over again, and I mean it. The talk radio that we know, and it, and it, and I want to make sure Joe and and Scott Chase, uh, Scott Chase, Scott Chase, Scott McMahon it's not Scott Chase. Screw you, Scott Chase. Scott McMahon and 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 Joe knows this. We've talked about this at length in the afternoon. They have nothing to do with what I'm talking about here. They're dear friends, but the smoldering rubble of that radio station I look forward to seeing. There may come a day I will dance on your grave, and if I'm unable to dance, I will crawl. I might not even know that song lyric from the Grateful Dead if I hadn't known Jeff Styles for over 20 years. But I can bring it back to life. I can be the flagship. Your answer is right here. Or I can go make more money doing almost anything else in the world. That's the beauty of it. I've got options everything's good i'm happy i love life right now i love life generally speaking but i'll fix that radio station i'm just waiting for you guys to cut the dead weight and get the 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 frauds out of the way and we'll make some incredible radio here in chattanooga tennessee on a talk radio format whether it's wgow or somewhere else i'm your guy i'm right here i'm easy to find my name is Brian Stone, and this is the Stone On Air podcast. It drops every Wednesday. This is the early edition because I've had a couple of weeks off with the busy nature of Bonneru and Riverbend. I mean, uh, sorry, River Bend. And uh, I love you. If you find the show, you're one of my favorites in the world. If you don't find the show and you're not listening to me right now, but you're kind and you're cool and you're chill and you're not a fraud, I love you too. I got to get on out of here. This is uh, Weezer, man. Just put this out the other day. I can't wait to go see them in Nashville in July. Uh, At least that's the plan right now. Toto's Africa. I absolutely love it, and I absolutely love you. And my voice is absolutely screaming at me to shut the F up, Brian. So I'll do that right now. I love you. Kisses. Goodbye.